Hi, you're listening to the House Call Doctor's Quick and Dirty Tips, and I'm your host, Dr. Matched. Here's a topic that received a lot of clicks and comments when I wrote about it as the girlfriend MD. In fact, more comments than I could keep up with. So I thought I'd share it with my House Call Doctor listeners as well. Hirsutism. This is just a medical term used to describe excess body hair. American culture traditionally shuns hairiness in women, but embraces it in men. Hair on men is a sign of their virility. Hair on women, uh, not so much. Women who appear on TV shows and movies and on the pages of magazines wax, shave, pluck, and airbrush every millimeter of exposed skin. So the rest of us may feel as though we have to look that way too. It's the same type of subtle brainwashing that tries to force women to seek the Kate Moss skin and bones look. Sorry, Kate. No offense. But in reality, not many of us are as sleek and bare as what we see on the glossy magazine pages. The truth is that most women have some hair in places where they don't want it. Many naturally house some whiskers above their upper lip, on their breasts, on the chin, hands, stomach, and even feet. Could this be normal? Well, the answer is definitely yes. Being hairy is genetic and it can be more common in certain cultures and backgrounds. So you can thank your wonderful parents for passing on their furry genes to you. However, there are some medical conditions that you should know about which can cause hirsutism. But first, this podcast is brought to you by Betterment.com. Betterment offers users an easy way to invest. No prior investing experience is required. Users choose how to allocate their money between two preset baskets, a stock basket and a bond basket. Signing up takes less than five minutes and money can be added or withdrawn at any time without a fee. Users who sign up at betterman.com slash house call will receive a $25 account bonus as long as their initial deposit is $250 or more. So what is a normal amount of hairiness? You may be wondering. Well, it's normal to be hairy, but to some extent, though most of us don't naturally look like a Baywatch babe, it's not normal to look like Cousin It from the Adams Family either, even though there's not a well-defined set of rules on what is considered medically normal. A good rule of thumb to go by is if the amount of hair growth is bothersome and it interferes with your quality of life, then it's time to get it checked out. In general, a little bit of peach fuzz here and there is common and normal in most women. A few strays on the chin, upper lip, or breast may be normal, but if you're finding yourself having to actually shave or wax because there are just too many to simply pluck, just seek your doctor first. Certain medical conditions can cause excess hair growth, so it's important to make sure that you don't suffer from one of them. Number one, PCOS. The most common health condition associated with hirsutism in women is a disorder called polycystic ovarian syndrome. PCOS affects up to 10% of women and typically causes irregular periods, acne, and excess weight gain in the midsection. Women with PCOS have elevated testosterone levels, the typical male hormone that causes hair growth and acne. They're also at greater risk of developing diabetes, so it's really important to get tested for this condition if you're experiencing these symptoms. Number two, there's another less common genetic disorder that can cause hairiness called congenital adrenal hyperplasia or CAH, which is a defect in the adrenal gland and the gland that produces the body's own natural steroids such as some derivatives of testosterone. But again, this is rare. Number three, ovarian tumors. Tumors of the ovary can potentially cause hirsutism. However, this is very rare and accounts for less than 1% of those with excess hair. 
Number four, medication side effects. When visiting your doctor about this problem, it's also important to discuss any medications like over-the-counter herbals or even prescriptions that you may be taking since many medications such as anabolic steroids, hormones, and some anti-seizure drugs can actually cause excess hair growth. Luckily, if medications are the cause, the hair growth is actually reversible once you stop taking them. What can you do about the excess hair growth? If you've got some hair on your body that you don't want, you do have some options. No one type of treatment will completely eliminate the hair growth, but it may help to reduce the amount of hair. And deciding on a specific treatment plan also depends on the underlying reason that is actually causing your hairiness. Number one, hormonal contraceptions, such as the pill. It's the most common first line of defense. The pill normally contains two different types of hormones, progesterone and estrogen. It's important when discussing your treatment plan with your doctor that you select a pill with a progesterone component with less testosterone-like activity, since testosterone may stimulate more hair growth. In general, the pills containing a progesterone component called levonorgestrel should be avoided. Ones containing the progesterone derivative called drosperinone may be more preferable since they act as an anti-testosterone and will help combat the excess hair growth. Number two, there also is a medication called spironolactone, a drug that was originally prescribed to lower blood pressures, which has been shown to also decrease hair growth. There is a generic for this drug and it's cheap. On the downside, it can take anywhere from three to six months to start seeing a difference, however. Also, routine blood pressure and blood tests are advised when taking this drug. Number three, there's a prescription cream that may be prescribed for those with unwanted hair growth. It's not a hair removal cream, but does work to inhibit growth of hair just very gradually. Unfortunately, it's not cheap since there's no generics of yet. Number four, traditional non-prescription methods. Of course, you can also go the more traditional route and try laser hair removal, electrolysis, plucking, waxing, and cream hair removal systems. Just remember, no matter what method you actually select with your physician, results are gradual and they may not be apparent for up to six months. So you have to hang in there. So when should you worry about unwanted hair, you may be wondering. Well, if the excess hair is uncomfortable to you, or if it is new or changed in any way, it may be time to consult your physician. You should also see your doctor if you suffer from any of the following symptoms in addition to your hirsutism. Irregular periods. Acne. Difficulty losing excess weight. Voice deepening. Family history of diabetes. Male pattern baldness. And nipple discharge. And remember, for some women, it's simply normal to have some fuzz here and there. If you have any concerns, however, don't be embarrassed to ask your doctor. I guarantee that you aren't the first or the last to come in with this problem. One more thing. I was very pleased to see so many men comment on my earlier episode on hirsutism and defense of hair on women. Despite the American media's daily attempt to fit us all into a very narrow, hairless mold, thankfully not everyone out there shares those same limited views. Always remember this, everyone is different, and you are beautiful just the way you are. So what are your thoughts on this rather hairy issue? Share it with us on the House Call Doctors Facebook and Twitter pages. Please note that all content here is strictly for informational purposes only. It doesn't substitute any medical advice and doesn't replace any medical judgment or reasoning by your own personal health provider. 
please always seek a licensed physician in your area regarding all health-related questions and issues. Well, thanks for listening to the House Call Doctor's Quick and Dirty Tips for taking charge of your health. If you have any suggestions for future topics, you can email me at housecalldoctor at quickanddirtytips.com. Hope you have a healthy week. Betterment LLC is an SEC-registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are offered by Betterment Securities, an SEC-registered broker-dealer and member of the FINRA slash SIPC. Investments are not FDIC-insured. No bank guarantee. May lose value. Investing in securities involves risks, and there's always a potential of losing money when you invest in securities. Before investing, consider your investment objectives and Betterment's charges and expenses. Not an offer, solicitation of an offer, or advice to buy or sell securities in jurisdictions where Betterment and Betterment Securities are not registered.